Residents in Norfolk Island are pleading with the Australia federal government to stop the soaring increases to rates and waste management being proposed by the Canberra-appointed administration on the island. They are preparing a petition to highlight their concerns. The head of the Accommodation and Tourism Association, or ATA, Rail Donde, told Don Wiseman the increased charges will hit his members particularly hard. The council is looking to tax the community another $2.37 million in increases to rates, fees and charges. And uh, we've just conducted a business survey amongst all of our members who are in the tourism and accommodation sectors. And 72% of the respondents indicate that the impact will be either severe or drastic. And another 22% have indicated that uh, the impact will be strong. So if you add those two together, it's about 94%. Can we just talk about what these increases are, what are they increasing? Yeah, so there's two main areas. One is the waste management levy. Um, So they're looking to take an additional million dollars out of the community to cover the expenses that the council will incur for waste management. And so that in itself, the waste management uh, levy will impact the individual accommodation properties on Norfolk Island by 247%. So there's a 247% increase in the waste management levy from the current year to the new year that's starting on the 1st of July. And then the other area is the land rates. And so they're proposing to increase the land rates by an additional 38%. The revenue that would flow to the council would be an additional 38%. So for individual businesses, that's an increase of 318% businesses in the accommodation sector. They would incur an an additional 318% increase in uh, land rates that they're currently paying. They are significant figures, aren't they? But your rates are very low at the moment. Well, I wouldn't put it as low. This is a small tax base on Norfolk Island. Uh, We've just been through three years of a pandemic and um, our occupancy rate is at 28% and the visitor numbers are down 27%. And so um, that indicates that even if you consider the rates being low, they're unaffordable in terms of the increases that are being proposed. So there, there there are better ways to do it. I mean, you can broaden the tax base there are only about a, a thousand residences and a handful of businesses on Norfolk Island. There are only about 160 businesses. Um, so it's a tiny tax base and it's just not affordable for a small community like this to pay these increases. Uh, businesses are quite happy to pay their way, but it needs to be affordable and it needs to be sustainable and it needs to be equitable. You say that these are proposals but they're coming in on the 1st of July, so they're in place now. Well, they're not in place yet. Um, So the council is required to put their proposed increases out for exhibition. So it's a draft operational plan. Uh, These are proposed charges, but um, in all likelihood, they will become permanent on the 1st of July. So we have until the 22nd of June to do submissions to the council, uh, which the ATA has just completed and about to submit to the council. And we've also had discussions with the council about the impact that these proposed charges will have on the on the economy and on the tourism sector. And so, yeah, this is the exhibition period. So theoretically, they are still proposed charges and they haven't become law yet. There's been a lot of antipathy toward the Canberra administration on Norfolk Island, hasn't there, by a lot of people anyway? Yes. I know there's been this talk of various rates and there are other besides the one you've the ones you've talked about 
there are other levies that are going into place as well. And there's been this knowledge for a long time that the place is not exactly rolling in money. What is the administration saying to people about all of this? We don't have an elected council at the moment, so we have an appointed council administrator who makes all the decisions. And uh, we've met with him, and his uh, viewpoint is that uh, we cannot keep looking to the federal government to bail us out uh, financially and that we need to pay our way. And the council, from their point of view, needs to become sustainable. In his view, he thinks the way to the path to sustainability is to tax the community further to cover their expenses. And so it's going to end up very badly for everyone. The council expenses grew dramatically once the Australian administration moved in, didn't they? That is true, yes. So the council have actually just contracted with a waste management organisation and that's why they're looking for an additional million dollars to pay for the contract. And also the, the federal government had imposed the requirement that no waste gets disposed of in the ocean, which is a which is a, um, a noble objective. But it, it's costing the community an additional million dollars to comply with that. Yeah, these are additional costs that we didn't incur prior to the takeover from the federal government. Um, And also we have a top heavy management structure within the council, which is unaffordable for a small community.